Hey there, travelers. It is your DM Lucas. I am back once more. So, as you know, we are on a bit of a hiatus until later in July. We're still not sure, but I'm sure you'll see. Probably definitely before mid-July, but today we are bringing you an episode of The Lovely Craftians. Now, I'm sure you've heard them guest before. We've had Cassie a few times uh, playing some recurring roles. Uh, we had Marla May, Iona. Uh, we had their whole cast come over and run through a Shining Birthday episode. And we absolutely love having them over. And today we are going to be showing you one of their episodes to help promote their podcast. Because honestly, it is a fantastic story that you're going to enjoy. What they do is they play Call of Cthulhu. So, a lot of the same creepy, eldritch, monstrous things, but their story actually takes place in a few different time periods. Uh, in their earlier seasons, it's more in like the 30s, whereas this current one is more modern day. So you'll be following along with these characters who are investigating a strange organization that looks into portals appearing and monsters leaking into this world. They even have a special where we brought in Bernard Busybody to uh, come help with an investigation. It was a lot of fun. Also, uh, another little bit of good news, we still have another two episodes we will be promoting to help promote black creators and performers. There are so many amazing podcasts out there and we are just glad to help give them some more of the spotlight. One other thing we decided moving forward is that we're going to try once a month to help promote another podcast out there. And we think this is important because there is a lot of groups who bring you stories that come from a lot more diverse perspectives. We think that's very important, especially when telling these role-playing games. And honestly, you might hear one of these stories and think, wow, that's amazing. I absolutely love that and just dig right into it. And hell, it might inspire you to change things up at your home table. And that's fantastic. Don't worry, we still will be releasing our episodes as normal. Uh, it's just, you know, also during that month, we would release uh, another podcast episode onto our feed to help promote them. So I'm sure a lot of you have noticed that the media has slowed, if not outright, just kind of pushed away a lot of the footage and attention on Black Lives Matter. I assure you, it's still happening. The marches are still happening. The protests are still happening. There are still horrific things happening across the globe. It is devastating that these things are being pushed aside, that they're being hidden. Take the time. Look into it. It's still out there. If you're curious or if you're thinking, oh, I guess that's done. I guess everybody is just done dealing with this. It's not. There are still a lot of people out there. And there are still a lot of people being killed. And it is atrocious, to say the least. You can help by also marching, if you can. If you can't, for any reason, that's okay. There are other ways to help. You can donate. You can sign petitions, you can call up your senator, governor, whatever it is in your area. You can try to educate yourself and educate others, because that's important. There have been 
uh, already a few times where I've had to stop and talk to other people. And it's important because sometimes people don't realize what they're doing is offensive. And you're always going to get the knee-jerk reaction and the pushback, right? Because they'll be like, oh, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. But honestly, when you stop and explain it to them, and if these people are decent, if they're family, friends, coworkers, and they're decent people, they'll stop and listen. And you can help change someone's perspective. Now, it is emotional labor. It is time you have to take out of your day to help educate people. And if you're tired or you can't do it, that's understandable. But if you can, it makes a difference because then this person will move forward and maybe they'll help talk to other people. They'll have difficult conversations. And the more difficult, uncomfortable conversations we have, the better this will get because more people will start understanding from a different perspective. And that's what we want. It's easy to see this as not your problem, especially, especially if it doesn't affect you. There are a lot of us that haven't really had to deal with this, haven't really had to look at it. We could ignore it, put our heads in the sand. And honestly, that's privilege right there, right? Because it doesn't affect us. We aren't persecuted for the color of our skin, regardless of the other difficulties we have in life. We don't have this kind of persecution, so we can choose to look away, but other people can't. Other people of color get persecuted for who they are, and they just can't look away. They can't just step out of the room. They're always going to be who they are, and they're getting persecuted for it. And how is that okay? How are we okay with that? When you see something, stand up. When you hear someone talking, acting like garbage, speak to them. Do what you can to help others. Because this isn't just being out for yourself. We have to stick together and we have to help one another if we want any kind of change to happen. And don't expect this to be gone in a week, two weeks, a month, half a year. This is going to take a long time because there are centuries of work that we have to undo. And you know what? It's worth it. If the next generation can grow up with that much better of a life, that fewer of deaths, until we get to the point where there are none, till we get to the point where a person, whether they're black, they're indigenous, that any person of color can walk down the street and not fear persecution, police brutality, just outright racism, then that's when it's done. Because do you think that a lot of people want to have this conversation? Do you think this is a fun conversation for people to have? Because it's not. Everybody else wants to just talk about fun stuff. Hobbies, TV shows, movies, weird stuff that they saw on the internet. Nobody wants to be having these conversations, but unfortunately they have to be had. And I know it's uncomfortable, and I know not a lot of people are having fun with it. But honestly, good. Because that's how other people have to feel every single day of their lives. So step up, help out. When you see something, say something. Being an ally, just saying you support people, it isn't enough. If you want to be considered an ally, you have to be someone who takes action. Alright travelers, that is my rant today. So let's go ahead and dive in to this lovely Craftian episode, and I think you're going to absolutely love it. 
because this story has me hooked. I bring to you The Lovely Craftians, Season 3, Episode 1, Contact. to Lovely Craftians in the Morning, kicking 2059 off right with Say It to My Face by Lionel Cassio, featuring Dylan Emmett, an oldie but a goodie. Speaking of oldies but goodies, your friends here at WHPLC Radio just got their hot little hands on a coveted Judge Foundation birthday bash invitation. We're allowed to bring a friend, so if you want a spot on their list, be the 130th person on our line. Hey! Isn't that where you're headed? Judge Foundation HQ? Any word on the Big Bash? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Like, kind of like fiddling with my book bag because I was distracted for a second. Uh, party? What party? The Big Bash, the anniversary, 130 years, the Judge Foundation's been kicking around. Do I know about this or is this something that I'm just like not quite informed of? Uh, it's been in the news. Like, people are really hyping it up, uh, but you haven't really heard anything else beyond that, because this is your first day. Uh, no, uh, I mean, I am heading there, but I don't really know much about this big bash, unfortunately. Oh. Like, you ever you ever met the, the guy? The big the big judge fella? No, no, I, I, today is actually my first day. Oh, congrats, that'll be fun. So what, what are you doing there? Uh, I just started a position as a junior astronomer, and she kind of, like, flicks her overall straps in, like, a proud way. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. You'd be looking at the stars. It's daytime, and it's the ci- How do you see stars in the city? Uh, at the observatory. Oh. Do we have special light-out rules? Because I, I ain't been following those. No, not that I know of. It's the same way that you can see the moon during the day. You can see the Bodari the day, and it looks like his mind is genuinely blown by this. <laughs> I'm just going to do just like a really slow blink. Uh, yeah. He starts yammering on. It just jumps from topic to topic as many uh, ride. We're just going to call them ride, ride, but with a Y. <laughs> ride. 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 <laughs> so the driver pulls up in front of a tall Art Deco building. Against the gray haze of rain, the pale stone building stands out as it overlooks Lincoln Park and Lake Michigan beyond. Boasting 45 floors, the Judge Foundation's main building towers over neighboring structures, dominating the real estate around it, anchoring the north edge of the Chicago skyline. While you have a good first day, good luck, you have fun there. Can you see the moon right now? Is it out? Where can I see it? Um, well, I mean kind of a new moon so you can't really see it today. but we only have one how do we get a new one uh, and uh, uh what <laughs> a new <laughs> um a new uh just that i i'm sorry i don't know how to answer this question uh uh you know the moon uh yeah <laughs> Dude, i'm just gonna go in now thank you bye <laughs> that was 
was fantastic. <laughs> Such a genuine response. Like, I don't know. Bye. <laughs> Inside the cavernous lobby, employees funnel through plexiglass security gates that open with a bright bing when they scan a fob. Security guards stand watchful, especially of visitors without fobs. There's a glass reception desk with a very perky young man behind it to the left of the doors. Um, I get, I'm going to walk over to him. Okay. Hi, um, I was wondering if you could help me. Sure, what can I do for you? Uh, today is my first day. I'm starting as a junior astronomer. Oh, uh, no kidding. Well, welcome. What, uh, what's your name? Uh, Casey Jones. Alright, let me, let me look. And he starts flipping up through what seems like a a tablet of some sort. Did you get your ID on you? Uh, yeah, sure. Kind of like fumble in my pockets and pull out an ID. And he tip taps some information in and then a little paper barcode was the word I was looking for. A paper barcode prints off and he hands that to you with your ID. All right, so you're all set. I let Indira know that you're coming. She'll meet you on the 39th floor for your orientation. You're just going to go through these little plexiglass things and straight up and you'll be fine. Uh, Plexi, plexiglass things kind of like walk over to it. How does, how does this, how does this work? One of the security guards motions at you with his palm down like he's like patting the air almost. You gotta, you gotta put it on the thing. Put, 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 put what on the thing? My hand? Put the barcode. Like starts tapping her hand against it. What? I don't. The bar, the, the barcode. Put the barcode down. But on, on my ID? Yeah, yeah. Put your temporary badge. Start putting. Yeah, you, oh, <laughs> Jesus. And he comes over. <laughs> he's quite a burly bald dude. He comes over. He's in a suit, so he's looking real nice. He's looking real nice, if that's what you're into. If that's not what you're into. He just looks nice. Uh, he takes your temporary badge and he very carefully sets it down on the scanner. There's a bing and the plexiglass gate in front of you opens. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> I love this character. Continue. <laughs> um, he, he spots the little movement in your front pocket. Uh, you you got any weapons in there, ma'am? What what have you got in there? Weapons? What? Oh, oh no! Kind of like opens up the pocket, reaches her hand, and then pulls out a little hamster. This is Neapolitan. Is is he? And kind of like shoves him in his face. Oh God! Isn't, ah! isn't he adorable? No, this I'm is, terrified sorry, of rodents. But it's not. He's he's, ah! he's not. He's Neapolitan. Just look at his colors. No, he's gross, gross and weird. I gotta go. Just take the elevator and go. Just get away from me. So Casey just stands there blinking. Shh, it's okay. He didn't mean it. Everyone loves you. It's not personal. I don't like any rodents. He's like yelling this from across the lobby. People are starting <laughs> to look over at you. Oh, well, um, she's just going to slip him back in her pocket and walk over to the elevator. <laughs> that was our first okay, 100 of season three, by the way. <laughs> he critically failed a check to see how he felt about that. What? Say again? He uh, critically. Yeah, he critically oh. failed a check to see how he felt about your hamster. <laughs> Damn. Nice. <laughs> All right. 
you ding by the security gates. You've ushered your Neapolitan with you, cooing over him, and everyone's like looking over at you, but not really saying anything because like this could be an emotional support hamster. Who knows? And the elevator whisks you away into a world of corporate on- orientation, onboarding, and more security paperwork than you've ever seen. Meanwhile, at a police precinct not far from the foundation, a portly man with a ring of gray hair and a, musta- and a mustache that hides his top lip shakes a piece of paper at a strongly built, exhausted-looking man across the desk. The nameplate on the desk reads Captain Oscar Cross. You know what this is, Bishop? What? It is a strongly worded thorn up my ass of a cease and desist from the Judge Foundation. Imagine my confusion when this screeched across my desk after our meeting last week. He drops the paper and gestures at it with his, with both of his hands. Like, not just look at this, but like, will you fucking look at this? <laughs> I thought I made it clear you weren't supposed to go back there. And we're just gonna let this person that just up and vanished just let it be? There's no evidence. There's no sign of violence. Hell, there wasn't even blood on the sink from a shaving slip. The what statement- is he- The statement we got from the Foundation said he stole company intel and took off, and there's nothing we've found that contradicts that. So what have we really got? A missing guy. Like, that's not enough to look into? Uh, He could have just left on his own. There was no sign. He just moved into that building literally a few days ago, and then he just up and vanishes just because? That's okay. Yeah. What if you did that? You skip on your lease? If he's doing what they say they're doing, and they've very strongly told us to back down... There's not anything we can do about this. If he skipped across state lines, it's an FBI matter, and the judge doesn't want us to be in there anyway, so there's no evidence that a crime happens. There's nothing for us to do. I'm sorry I'm doing my job as a detective. (sighs) He pinches his nose. He levels his gaze at you. You want to go up against the Foundation, get turned into some Cronenberg gerbil or whatever the fuck they do over there? <laughs> Be my guest. Go freelance. But don't drag this precinct down with you. Not... Never mind. Point is, you're not going back there under CPD authority. Got it? Real smooth, Captain. Got you. Look, I'm not a patient man, but I wanted to give you some leeway after your last beat. But time's up on that, Bishop. You're a good cop when you're not giving me a headache and I don't want to see you go down for a case that ain't worth it. And this ain't worth it. Got it. Crystal clear. Go grab a desk and do some good for a while. I'll handle this. He just nods. Are you just kicking it there? Like watching him? I was just like, fuck. (laughs) No, um. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my office. I got calls to make. All right, cool. I walk out of his office. Um. Go, do I have a desk? I'm pretty sure I have You a do desk. have a desk. It's in a bit of a bullpen. There's not as much paper as like your stereotypical precinct because <laughs> everything is pretty paperless nowadays. But it's still pretty messy. There's still coffee cups because they haven't managed to make that into an electronic convenience, I guess. You can't just mainline that from the internet directly into your body. So there's like coffee, there's breakfast stuff. There are people running around. All right, I go to my desk and I see a partially clean coffee mug and decide to clean it to pour myself a cup of coffee. Okay, you do that. <laughs> You're in the break room and there are other detectives or cops that are sort of in your district who are in there and they see you come in and they stop talking and just watch you. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like, okay, rude. But <laughs> like, I'm just like, that's the first thing I thought of, but I'm like, um, it's just like rude. Um, I just stare back at them and was just like, what is this, a zoo? And I walk over to wash my mug. You can see that one of the guys who you've run into before and is not typically renowned for being clever is struggling to come up with a retort. <laughs> if it if it were a zoo, it'd be a fucking free zoo, not like a good zoo, like not like Brookfield. It'd be like a fucking park zoo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's elbowing his friend like fucking laugh for the love of god please laugh yeah real clever like so i just like continue doing what you were doing i don't really care what you guys are talking about so i just start watching you gonna roll listen for me no i didn't ask all right (laughs) you carry on you scrub it up scrub it up dub and then I go over to pour myself a cup of coffee, a few creams, no mm-hmm. sugar. What's your luck? Shit. Um, <laughs> it's 40. Oh, okay. So you overfill, you spill a bit of the coffee on your hand and it's a little bit hot. It hurts, but it isn't going to leave a burn probably. Mm-hmm. It's just, just not your day is how you're feeling. I guess I switched the mug to my hand that didn't get burned. Lick it. It was just like, for fuck's sake. No, it's okay. <laughs> I was going to see where that landed, but it's fine. All right, now what are you going to do? Uh, and I just say, good day, gentlemen. Again, not a zoo. Walks out. Goes, to my- <laughs> <laughs> goes back to my desk. Um, and I guess I'm assuming there's files on my desk to look at something that's different than the case file that I was looking at before that I got yelled at about. Um, you do have some case files on your computer. Okay, so... I'm going to look through anything that like immediately is like, I can check, I can track this down. All right. So in amongst the case notes, uh, meeting invites on your meeting calendar app, on your gongle (laughs) and reminders to clean up in the break room from a passive aggressive office manager. There's an empty email from a jumbled sender with one word in the subject line. Status? I ignore it. (laughs) That's the perfect time to segue over. Impatience furrows a set of sculpted brows in an apartment in Boys Town. It's been a month without results, something unheard of for such a digital bloodhound. All roads point to the Judge Foundation, but they've dead-ended there. Even the detective, who showed more interest than anyone else in the local force, stopped responding last week. Another scrambler, another email asking for an update. More silence. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I should not be working so hard. This is how you get wrinkles. Okay. Well, I guess he didn't like my email. Maybe he doesn't know how to use email. (laughs) Quite nice. Just sitting here yelling at myself. (laughs) Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's try another one. We'll just uh, do a good old crack the knuckles here. <sighs> you know, let's just like uh, you know how do we how do we get our clients talking? You know, like we'll go the empathy wrangle. 
Yeah. Write him another gongle email? Yeah, I'm gonna write him another one. All right, we're gonna turn the charm on for this one. Okay. So roll charm, remember that you get an added advantage. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, added advantage, if you could remind me what that means. Uh, just roll the big number roll the again. roll the big one again if it's lower than you. Okay, so I got, I got an 85, so I would roll the 81 yeah. again. Okay. <laughs> All right, how are you going to charm him? Um, I'm going to go, like, the very sympathetic angle of being like, you know what? Chicago PD, you're overworked. You don't have a big enough budget. You have been working your butt off. And, you know, you have been doing so much good in the world that there's this one person, Cyril, who doesn't, he's, he's only got so many friends in the world and he's really counting on you. And I know you, you don't have all the resources, but you've got the guts to help Cyril. You know, like that angle. That's how I uh, got an axe to break up with me finally. <laughs> nice. The think of Cyril angle. You know, just that, you know, like, think of me. It's been hard for me, too. And I know it's hard for you. Like, it's okay. Like, we know things are hard, but you're so strong and just so amazing. <laughs> Sweet mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get this second email it's maybe five minutes later it took her a little bit to pen the language the way she wanted it to be i was like nope exclamation point here Ooh, comma here <laughs> hey that matters yeah, that all it matters. matters it changes the whole tone so you get yet another email but this time just the name or the from line is scrambled up the status subject line is a forward now and there's substantially more text and it is pulling at your heartstrings. It's demanding a response, but not in a way that's like, respond to me, motherfucker. It's like, please, I need your help. I don't have anyone else to go to. Please help me. I pinched the bridge of my nose. And like, <laughs> Why do I care? Um, so I start writing a response back. I, I've been told to drop the case. I can't move forward with this unfortunately or else i will probably be fired and i would like to still have money for the thing that i have a job for apologies but this looks like it's a dead case you finally receive a response (laughs) (laughs) afraid of being fired (laughs) (laughs) it's just you know what good are men Okay, I'm going to, like, send another response back, but my response is only going to be all caps, COWARD, period. Uh, I receive it, and I was like, just nice, and then that's all I send back. So I was just like, nice, well, I'm glad that someone's caring, but... So you have social anxiety disorder, and it's it's resulting in an intense anxiety of being judged, embarrassed, or doing something wrong, this is bothering the ever-living fuck out of yeah, you, and now I that. need you to roll sanity. Fuck! <laughs> Alright, I forgot about that. Damn it. Uh, I don't think I passed that, so I'm just... because okay, I know you're not sanity. gonna lose it now, but this is, like, in your mind. You're going, oh, fuck, I'm letting somebody down, and she's judging me as a human being, and I'm not handling it well. 
I'm losing my shit. I might cry in the office. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man, and I'm like hey, tears are boiling up in my eyes. Like grown ass men can cry too. I know. But- I'm like I'm just like okay. Um, I don't respond back to her at the very least, but now I feel doubly like shit. Um, so I like so just question. So I had like been shut down by the judge foundation for going there i guess like for you went there repeatedly repeatedly okay. so the first time they turned you away because you didn't have a warrant and you didn't have warrants the subsequent times because no judge was going to sign on anything so there's nothing but you kept going back and eventually they were just like if you don't get the fuck out of here we're gonna turn you into a cronenberg gerbil you're like okay i'm not gonna go back there then <laughs> all right so <laughs> So I take a moment, take a deep breath, calm, try to calm down. And I was like, all right, well, if I can't go to Judge Foundation, maybe I can go to someone else. Um, I think possibly a family relative of Cyril, possibly, or a guy that I know. <laughs> like, so like that- everyone's got a guy. So it's just like <laughs> a um, magic guy. Okay, you're going to have to spend some time trying to hunt anybody that it could be down in addition to any of the people that you already talked to or people that have been like like the neighbor who opened the door and was like are you the pizza man and you're like i'm not the fucking pizza man like i I don't i don't jesus cover yourself up all right but um (laughs) so you're gonna spend a lot of time following up on this uh esther you're pretty pissed off at this point and you're also furiously like i don't even know what i'm hacking but i'm hacking something god damn it you know what like let's just Let's just, you know, hack the local, uh, you know, Republic alderman. <laughs> Who doesn't love doing yeah, that? Yeah, that sounds dope as fuck. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to mess with his website just a little bit, you know? Put some anime, some, you know, some hentai. <laughs> oh, maybe, oh, you know what? I'm just going to Photoshop his face on the body of Goku <laughs> making out with Vegeta. Put a dick butt in it. I'm going to make that real prevalent, the dick part. <laughs> you're, you're very preoccupied doing this. And you're very entertained. It's it's at least making the disappointment of the morning feel like maybe it wasn't totally not worth it. And several hours, safety briefings, and HR presentations later, Casey Jones finally slumps into her new desk chair. The desktop is cleared of any past employee debris, leaving a nice clean surface for a hefty binder and a foodable formation sitting on top of it. Amongst the brightly colored, chocolate-covered fruits, a trident sticks out with a folded note. Uh, I'm going to take Neapolitan out of my pocket and put him in his little hamster ball on my desk so he can roll around, and I'm going to grab the note and take a look at it. He's happy as can be rolling around, getting some space because those hr briefings were boring as shit for him too so the note says casey excited to have you on board get up to speed on the project and we'll chat on your first overnight wilson lamb who if you'll remember is your new boss yes have i met him yet you have not he is currently stationed where the previous employee was at Uh. oh This is nice. I kind of like fold the note back up neatly and then tuck it in my jaw so I won't lose it. All right. Desk. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
Uh, it's your first like big grown up job. So this is like an exciting moment. Yeah. And you got a foodable formation. That's okay. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I'm gonna eat that for lunch, dinner, or whatever time it is. <laughs> uh, it's now after lunch. It's like mid afternoon. So li- I'm gonna eat it for dinner. Yeah, dinner. Mm-hmm. Wow, snack time. <laughs> Um, is there anything on my, like, I have a desktop, like a computer and stuff like that as well? You do. And then the big binder, it's, it looks like it's got at least 200 pages worth of stuff in it. Nice. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look-see at the binder. The words Project Pineapple History and Playbook pop from the cover. Project Pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. (laughs) 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 Copyright says no. So I only I only sang that one part. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. <laughs> I think I think I'm being overly cautious. <laughs> anyway, that's an interesting name. I'm gonna open the binder and take a look inside. So it seems to span from the beginning of the project many many years many many years ago um, up until about the present time, and it's like. It's a project overview of all of the astronomy work that they've been doing for this particular project, which has been a lot of charting and a lot of plotting data points and a lot of deep space pictures. And it really just looks like an exploration sort of project, as far as you can see. And as you flip from start to finish, the pictures get better and better as cameras improved and all that and telescopes improved. So it's kind of what you've been brought on board to do, but it's a lot of material. Like this is going to take you several days to dig all the way through it. What? And they're like, hmm, this is pretty, pretty meticulous notes they're taking here. Just like flipping through while munching on my litter. Oh, this is <laughs> science. I am so excited. Uh, I- roll listen for me. Alright, brand new dice. Blessed be the hands of the hands and give me a dance <laughs> roll. Alright, I got a 27. Does that pass for you? Yes. Cool. So, you haven't heard the ball rolling around in a while on your desk? Neo? Neil, like jump up and look around. Neapolitan, where did you go? Uh, roll a spot hidden for me. Uh, what's an eight and double zero? That's an eight. That's a oh, really nice. good, good roll. Solid roll. Well done. <clears throat> uh, you spot the ball. It's kind of not jammed, but it's stuck behind your computer monitors and like a little back partition part and it looks like he's managed to pop open the little flap which that little scamp has done that before and directly underneath where he was is like a 
a set of drawers that are attached to the desk. So it looks like he's disappeared into your filing cabinet. <sighs> Neopotent, how many times have I told you filing cabinets are not home? You need to stop doing this. I'm like opening the drawers and looking for him while admonishing him. This happens every single time. You do this every single time. We go over to my friend's house. You're always finding little holes to go into. And then I can never find you. And then when I want to get mad at you, you give me that little look and then I can't do anything because you're so cute but you really need to stop doing this and I'm still going <laughs> through the drawers alright you find him he's okay he's latched onto a small stick of plastic that's like maybe baby carrot size and he's like trying to nibble on it no no you can't eat that you know that's not part of your diet I, don't don't give me that tone mister <laughs> give it to me now now, hand. Uh, do an animal handling. So great. Ooh, pass. Nice. Good dice. Got a All right. You wrestle it away with uh, away from him without much more of a fuss than he's already put up, and he looks as apologetic as hamsters can, but he also looks like maybe he could do with, like, a tradesy snack so that he could have something he could actually munch on, you know, Mom? I give him, like, a side-eye glance. He's trying to extort you for seeds for sure, but it might be working. You're lucky. You're so cute. I like reach into my pocket and then hand him some seeds. <laughs> and he just stuffs them into his little pouch. <laughs> and he just sits there and waits for you to pick him up or whatever. I'm going to take him and then like unwedge his ball and then stick him back in it and close the flap. Okay. All right. So this little piece of plastic is actually a flash drive and there's a note on it that's kind of been taped around the side of it. Can I want to look at the note? It says, if found, contact. It, there's a gongle email address, but it's really jumbled up. So you're going to have to be pretty careful how you type it in. Can, am I able to like decipher what the email says or is it really hard to see? It just looks like a scrambled email address. Like a bunch of numbers and letters or like, and stuff? It, yeah, or like some kid was being really clever trying to invent their own number language, and you don't know if it means anything or not. Huh. I wonder who had this desk before I came here. Uh, should I go to HR to find out, or should I just email this person? HR, email this person. HR, Email. Let's email this person. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to turn on my computer and I guess uh, log into my account. If I have an account with the Judge Foundation, I should, right? Ooh, let's, uh, let's roll a computer use for that because it's a good use for that. Oh, I do not pass. <laughs> All right. You try and it doesn't go great the first time around and you eventually have to summon IT from one of your nearby co-workers' desks because you can't log in. And it takes a little bit, and then an IT person shows up, and they're like, yeah, it's just hello, except that the O is a zero, and then there's, like, an exclamation point. And then when you get in, you'll have to reset your password. I, I couldn't have gotten a piece of paper with that before I came here. First job in corporate, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's my first day today. How'd you know? Like, smile <laughs> yes. up at him, wide-eyed. 
you're just so new here, that's all. Oh, thank you. This is, like, pretty standard. You get a new computer, you're not logging in the first time. Well, I appreciate your help, good IT sir. You can name him if you want. Oh, um, <laughs> I shall name him George. What's his last name? Uh, <laughs> George. George Columbus. <laughs> I'm writing it down so I don't forget. So I can kill him later. <laughs> no, George Columbus, the IT guy. <laughs> George from IT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. George, George, George. All right, you don't. don't don't hesitate. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> oh, such a good movie. So good. Anyway, don't hesitate to reach out if anything else is going on. And then he wanders back away. So I'm uh, gonna log into my email and I open up a new email and I guess type in that email address that's on the flash drive okie dokie you do that what are you gonna say in the body of the email uh hey uh so i'm new here my name is casey jones hi i guess this used to be your desk or whatever i kind of found the flash drive that i guess belongs to you and you forgot uh you can email me back here and i guess we can work out some way for me to get it to you okay bye <laughs> love it <laughs> smiley face at the end of that. <laughs> Esther, there is a ding in your inbox from a new Judge Foundation email address that you've not seen before. Ooh, to click or not to click? Um, it seems you know, innocent enough. I'll click. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you, you read this email. They've found a flash drive. Interesting. They think it's your desk. Okay. Casey. Okay, Casey. Love that emoji at the end. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm a judge foundation worker. Okay. So I'm going to get some emailing on and I'm going to be like oh my goodness thank you so much that has some very important family photos on it (laughs) 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 I would love to meet up and repay you forward uh, a cup of coffee <laughs> best way to like best time to meet you question mark and then I'll uh, I won't sign it okay keep it open it there you go smart it's through one of what your many scrambled gongle addresses you send it back Casey you receive a response fairly oh. quickly oh, great this is awesome um uh, where can we meet? Where can we meet? Uh, what what is my usual shift here at the Judge Foundation? Uh, let's say you're nine to five right now. Or is there any like uh, coffee places nearby? Uh, yeah, in it's Chicago, so you could basically just go out the door and spit, and you're gonna hit a, like a Starbucks <laughs> or something. Yeah. 
a Smarbucks. Something. A Smarbucks. A moon Bucks. <laughs> moon Bucks. There, I'm going to send back this email. Uh, there's a coffee shop not too far from where I am now. It's called the Milky Way Coffee and Bagel Shop. Would you like to meet there? And then I send it back. Ooh, bagels. Okay. <laughs> I'll fuck uh, with bagels. Yeah, okay. Uh, type it back. That's perfect. I don't want to be an inconvenience. So anytime that works for you, I can meet you there um and thank you again so much i i thought i lost these photos forever uh, and then i like exclamation point uh emoji smiley face emoji laughing um <laughs> the end send <laughs> <laughs> The Lovely Craftians is brought to you by Wampus House Productions and our game monstrous slash writer slash editor, Cassie. Starring Ashley as Casey Jones, Sade as Glenn Bishop, and Samantha as Esther Willows. Want to keep the fun going? Here's a podcast we think you'll love. Our world, once beautiful, filled with hope, ripe with life now stares into the emptiness of extinction, where kingdoms reigned, capital cities now sprawl, rife with fear and loss, and those upon the edges of the wilds become fewer, as corruption seeps from deep shadows. While manifests may tear themselves from our dreams, we will take back the light that they have taken. Join us at renekings.com. Fight with us. For this is the Chronicles of the Grey Wolves. <laughs>